Welcome to episode 11 of Hair Biz Radio with your hosts, Zakira and Mikey. And we have the amazing Sherman Stanberry with one of the founders of Life Marketing, which is a full service marketing agency here in Atlanta. And he's going to be talking to us about some mistakes that small businesses make when they're first starting off in their businesses. Well, great. Thank you guys for having me, first and foremost. Uh, I've known Mikey for a long time. Zakira, I've, I've worked with you. We went to school together as well. Um, so it was a great pleasure to be on this podcast. I'm excited to share some knowledge with you guys that I think will hopefully uh, help you all take your hair business to the next level. I got to say, this is actually pretty special because I've seen these guys grow yeah. <laughs> over the past couple of years. It's not just them personally, but the business, you know, and it's kind of like we're on the same track. We're just both blowing up. So it's so exciting just to have you on here yeah. as part of something else that we're doing, kind of an extension of our business. Right. And I mean, I know you're such a knowledgeable guy and, you know, myself and then the life marketing team every quarter or so we get together and have a lunch and trade our inside like that juicy marketing idea that's <laughs> absolutely crushing it you know so we always share ideas and everything else so it's great to have him on the podcast here we are live in our start a hair business facebook group which is a community of over seven thousand looking for more information about the hair business. Wow. So we got a lot of listeners uh, live. And then, of course, you can subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And today we're going to talk about some marketing mistakes that small businesses make. So not everybody might be at the point. You kind of have to graduate, right, mm -hmm. to the point where you would hire life marketing. Right. You know, not all small businesses, like they just opened today, they kind of have to get their feet wet a little bit, maybe some sales. Not everyone has the budget, right. you know, but when they do and they're busy or something else, maybe they need an extra hand, you know, that's when they would come to a company like yourself. Right. Right. So in the beginning, just to kind of get them to that point, you, I'm sure you talk to businesses every single day and you ask them, what are you guys doing for your marketing? And they tell you X, Y, and Z, and you should be like, hey, you need to do ABC, right? So today we're going to talk a lot about that. And Zakir actually used to work with Life Marketing many yeah. years ago. How many years ago was that? Three years ago? No, that was longer than three years Maybe ago. Three, four, Maybe three, four. Three, four years five. ago. Maybe four or five years ago. <laughs> yeah, four or five years ago. So yeah, when they were uh, in the 444 building in that small office. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were crammed <laughs> in the office kind of like we are today. They've already yeah. expanded to their nice, huge space. They have what? How many employees now? They have about 23 employees right 23. now. 23? 23. Yeah. yeah. So when we were working with here, we had about four or five people. That's when we were getting it every day, code calling, grinding, doing everything yeah. we can to push it to the next level. And hopefully, you know, some of the mistakes we've made is something that we'll be able to help people get through as well. It's just how to grow fast so that they don't have to have those small hiccups down the road and to expedite their business. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, we're growing. We're happy. We have about 250 clients right now, which is awesome. And primarily what we focus on is on the online marketing stuff and things to that nature as well. Creating yeah. jobs in Atlanta right there. Oh, yes. So one of the cool things that I really like about you guys is that when you started, it was three young men from Georgia yeah. State University. And Still they in actually, school, right? Not They're anymore. done now. No, when, when you first started. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So still they, in school. They were still in school. And, you know, they were working on the business and their degrees. Yeah. So they literally grew a business while all of them were still getting their bachelor's degree. So that's one of the cool things. And then, of course, statistics show that, you know, women are more bound to start businesses and flourish in the entrepreneurship and business community. But mm -hmm. it was just nice to see three young men doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. So let's, I'd say, just 
hit it off real quick. What are some of the mistakes just from the start? Let's talk about it yeah. and kind of go from there. Yeah. Yeah. So there's plenty of mistakes that I, I see small businesses make with marketing. But when I think about the topic of today's conversation, there's really two ways that I categorize it. One is most small business owners have no idea what it means to do marketing in 2017, 2018. Mm. That's A. B, if you do know what marketing really means today, you lack maturity and discipline to commit and continue to commit to that strategy on a continuous basis. So everything that I say will kind of come back down to whether or not you know how to do marketing, you know what it is, you have the knowledge, you have the experience, or B, you're not giving it enough time, you're quitting after two, three weeks or two, three months, and you're not committing to the process of it. So that's kind of what I would say. And I think a, a good example of that, I just talked to a, a hair business yesterday. This is a true story. And she's making about $1.2 million a year. She has stores in South Atlanta and a store in East Atlanta, like South Decat Mall, and she's selling hair extensions. And she says she's down this year. She's lost $62,000 in revenue. And she's trying to figure out what's going on. She's looking at us. We do her marketing. And people like to point at us. We point back at them and we try to figure it out. So basically, in short, I asked her, what's she doing? Any email marketing? I know Mikey, he's making tons of money through email marketing. I know that was a topic of last week's conversation or last podcast conversation. And she said, yes, I'm using email marketing. My next question was, okay, well, what platform do you use? You know, a lot of people use MailChimp, Constant Contact, ActiveCampaign, et cetera. She said, I use GoDaddy. I'm like, okay, wait For a minute. For email marketing? For email marketing. <laughs> she says she used GoDaddy. Oh, Mikey so, almost had a, a heart attack. <laughs> me falling out of my seat. When people do hosting with GoDaddy, I about die. Exactly. Right? But email marketing She says she was doing email marketing through GoDaddy. And I said, okay, pull up your account. Let me take a look at it. I've actually never heard of an email newsletter I template in so GoDaddy. So I said, okay, let me, let's pull it up. So she's literally sending like a, a text email. It has two sentences that says, Thank you for subscribing. Call me if you need me and her phone number. That was it. And that I thought about that. And I was like, well, most people, even if she's making a million dollars a year, still have no idea what they're doing. So I think that's just a good example of it. See, you just opened a whole nother can, <laughs> can of whoop ass for me because I always give GoDaddy, like I always say, register your domain, domain name only. GoDaddy is amazing. Yeah. Anything else, and I usually am like hosting, building your own websites, but now email marketing, I can put that in the list <laughs> of things to say, don't make this mistake because it's like these mistakes that people make in the beginning, they don't realize how much it's costing them. Yeah. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. It's really unbelievable. So I 100%, yeah, I get it right there. That's incredible. I mean, doing a million dollars a year and she's sending, you know, crappy emails. Imagine yeah. what she could do with. Uncrappy emails. <laughs> yeah, I know it's crazy. <laughs> Two I mean, million. and the hair, the hair extension business is, is what twenty billion dollars worth. Well, ten billion. Ten billion, like, something like that. Yeah, last yeah. time I checked, it was fifteen billion. Yeah, I know, but for her to just you know, small business owner who has no idea what they're doing, purely word of mouth. I mean, hair extensions are selling like crack right now. Basically, I mean, people <laughs> are just going crazy over it. So, for someone who has no experience doing marketing, making a million dollars, I can only imagine what someone who's you know, marketing expert like Mikey and you guys, what they could do with a real marketing campaign in this specific oh, yeah. field. It's incredible. And those are the kind of things, you know, that we try to teach our clients yeah. as much as possible, just because, you know, when we first started out marketing in the hair extension industry, we weren't great. Like we had good concepts of marketing, this, that, the other. We've gone through and made all these mistakes 
And we just don't want the people that we work with and our clients and listeners, we don't want them to make the same mistakes because they don't just cost you money like you're paying out for ads that you shouldn't be running or something else. Yeah. But it's the lost sales. Think about the lost sales for her. It's even more. Cost. Yeah, the mm-hmm. opportunity cost is more so than just even putting the money out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, just to speak on that, I mean, if you're you're losing money through your Facebook ads or your, your social media pages, you know, not only is it costing you, like you said, Mikey, it's costing you lost sales, but you as a business owner, if, you know, most people who's probably watching this have to do this themselves, you're also losing opportunities to grow your business, expand your product line, network, whatever it may be. So you really have to think really hard on that. So I think to avoid a lot of the mistakes associated with marketing is just obtaining as much knowledge as you possibly can up front so that you don't have to incur those costly mistakes. It's interesting because I'm so big on the email marketing. Secure and I, we always talk about how we're always talking about our our classes, which, you know, we're recording this right before Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving Day, I'm creating like the free classes for our Dropship Bundles website. So when people sign up and then how to manage your website, the free class. But I'm going to have a paid class for email marketing that if people actually do everything I say in this, and I'm going to walk you through A to Z and probably use MailChimp as an example, it is so worth the money. I promise you. We actually, I just met with a couple that drove here from Miami just to meet us, meet the team. You know, I just took them out to lunch, tacos and tequilas here in Atlanta, one of my favorite places. <laughs> I just took them out to lunch and I kind of gave them the checklist. And one of them was, you know, they hadn't signed up for an email account. And I said, MailChimp's free, yeah. up to 2,000 subscribers. But it's not just having the email account, it's using it properly. Right. Right. So, what do you think would be something else that you see people making mistakes with? Well, we can go through any part of online. I mean, we could start with blogging. If you're not blogging, you're missing out on money. You're missing out on website traffic. For example, there's a statistic. It says companies that blog at least 16 times per month receive four times as much traffic than companies who don't. Hmm. Companies that blog 16 times per month see eight times the amount of conversions than companies who don't. Companies who blog 16 times per month report that their leads are more qualified, more educated, and they do more repeat customers or repeat business than those who don't. So I think if we start off with the content side alone, if you're not blogging at all, you're missing opportunities to grow your traffic, grow your leads, grow your conversions, grow your sales, your repeat sales. And alone, you're just missing opportunities. So I can go from blog, social media, email, as we already kind of discussed, SEO, or even doing videos. But I think the first thing I would say is just get started with having a blog. And I think the next thing would be, what do you blog about? And we can talk about that as well. But I think that would be point A for me. Okay, so... If someone is not blogging, and you hear these numbers here, I mean, these are real statistics. These are real statistics. I know you're a statistical guy, yeah. so these are <laughs> real <laughs> statistics. You went to school okay. for accounting. Right? Yeah, he's an accounting <laughs> master CPA now, right? Yeah, CPA. CPA. Yeah. I mean, this guy, we're talking numbers here, CPA numbers here, okay? <laughs> this isn't just like made up stuff, like how I just come make up with my numbers. Oh, you know, yeah. My, like, you know, CPA numbers here. If someone, say someone has their website, okay? This, yeah. is, this is my question for you. Mm-hmm. If someone has their website... And they're not blogging, even though they could be blogging. And they understand that, you know, hey, they're not getting the sales, but you hear the numbers. Mm -hmm. And they're not blogging, and they're not getting these sales. Whose fault is that? It's their fault. 100%. It's 110%. And they have 100% control over doing this, right? Yeah. One thing I talk about all the time is focus on what you can control. Right. Okay. If you can blog, 
and write. You might not be a great writer. It's okay. Use Grammarly. If you're not familiar with Grammarly, look right. it up. I'll put it in the show notes. It's amazing. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love Grammarly. Grammarly. Yeah, me and Zakiris. I give all everybody my account. Sorry, Grammarly. But they all have my like pro. I have that pro account, super mag daddy version. Because my grammar is horrible. Okay. But with Grammarly, I look amazing. Okay. Okay. So it's like you have control over doing this. So you can't complain about not seeing results when this is you have direct, you have that direct effect that you can do and you're not doing it. You have to blog. Exactly. And I think to add to that, a lot of people think they need money to blog or to do marketing or to do advertising. That's another big mistake. These are things that are completely free and all you have to do is put the time in, the hustle in, and just figure out how to blog, where to post your blog. And literally, if you put the time in and you actually commit, like I told you earlier, you will see the results from blogging, for example, or any type of marketing that we're discussing. So I think that's another thing is that you don't have to have a lot of money to start a WordPress blog. It's completely free or Shopify or whatever platform that you're using. So I think uh, I just want to add that on the convo as well. And if yeah. you're not doing it and need a little motivation, go back to listen to, I think, episode eight with Kendall Ficklin. He's got a, he's got a word for you. Okay? <laughs> Kendall, Sherman knows Kendall. So yeah, I mean, she, Kendall's got a word for you about not doing that. So we yeah. touched on email marketing. Yeah, I want to talk about the blog. So sure. you mentioned that they should be blogging yeah. so for those of you who don't know how to even start with a blog a lot of people may already have a website because mm-hmm. they have an e-commerce store so all you would need to do is just add a blog tab to your website exactly. and then you can start blogging i don't know what you would recommend because we blog like every day yeah, <laughs> but much. like if you're just starting out maybe two blogs a week or anything and yeah at least anything. something you have yeah nothing right now if you put out one blog for the whole quarter, that's progress. If you put out one <laughs> yeah. blog a month, that's progress. Our company, I mean, Mikey may be able to test this as well a little bit. We try to blog every day mm-hmm. because we've seen our traffic go from 100 visitors to 1,000 to 10,000 to 20,000 hits in a month. So we are firm believers that if you just keep blogging, you will continue to get that traffic. Yeah, um, for but sure. I think mm-hmm. the answer to your, your question is just as many times as you possibly can, blog as much as you can, and it will show as long as you commit to it. Yeah, so if you guys do not have a blog for your business, I would suggest getting one. And mm-hmm. any of the websites that you got from us at dropshipbundles.com, so we sell like the full e-commerce sites. Okay. They're all on WordPress. And as we know, WordPress is the best platform, best platform. For absolutely best platform for blogging there's it's hands down 38 percent of all websites are on wordpress hands down best blogging platform so you guys that have the sites and there's got a lot of clients that have done that yeah. you need to be blogging mm-hmm. absolutely like don't just read my article that i wrote on my <laughs> on private label extensions.com about blogging and how it can boost your business like these are real numbers we got professional marketer you know hundreds of clients killing it in Atlanta, and he's telling you you need to blog it. So here's your second dose yeah. so, right here. <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, and I, I mean, just to follow up, WordPress is great. It has thousands of features. It's open source. So anything that you kind of want your website to do, you can, and it's great for SEO. It's the best possible plugin or it's the best tool that you can use for blogging. And that's actually how WordPress started is as a blog website alone. So make sure that you use it. Mikey has done a great job of, you know, obviously selling or offering websites that are hosted on the WordPress platform. I think that's tremendously a tremendous benefit. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, so we talked about email marketing. We talked about blogging. What's kind of the next segment we would talk about here? Oh, uh, we can jump down social media okay. a little yeah, bit. That's media. a good one. <laughs> the big one. <laughs> the big one. Yeah. So I think the biggest mistake that I see small business owners make when it comes to social media is kind of relevant to posting. We think, and a lot of our clients, when they contact me, they're saying, hey, I need help posting to my Facebook page or creating content, or I need that scheduler thing on Buffer or Hootsuite. Can you schedule <laughs> my post out and go to it? And a lot of people think that's all social media is when, in fact, that's just one piece of the process. So a lot of people, they create their business page and they start posting. And I look at when I'm analyzing our clients, like their social media pages, I see that like, hey, man, you've been doing a great job posting like for the last two years, but there's absolutely nobody seeing your content. <laughs> you have no visitors. So you're basically wasting your time and they're like their their mouths are falling to the floor when I tell them this because they're like wow that makes so much sense I only have 31 fans on my page and I've been talking to only my friends and family uh, who are consist of those 31 people so I think they need to really define what their social media strategy is and I think the way I kind of break it down to our clients is that if you're posting content you need to start building your followers and building your engagement you can do that through paid advertising and if you don't have much of a budget there's also organic things that you can do, but that's more of a brand awareness play. And it's important that you can identify the difference between brand awareness and actually driving traffic to your website. Because on the opposite side, you can also have ads that go directly to your website store where you're trying to get people leads, you're trying to get email addresses, you're trying to get sales specifically or promoting the blogs that we just discussed. So if you're trying to develop like a traffic strategy, you can place ads on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest to drive traffic immediately to your website, which is more of a short term strategy. And then if you want to post, you can build your followers and engagement and build a community, focus on relevant content and building a community. I think that would be my biggest tips for avoiding the social media trap of just thinking it's just about having a page and posting stuff. So that's kind of what I would say. So what about what are two tips that you give people to organically grow their social media following? Yeah. Two things Uh, that they could do. So I would say Facebook is hard because it's kind of become a pay to play type of platform. Mm -hmm. But if you get in groups like the group that Mikey is referring to that has 7,000 members, you know, show your brand network and not just those type of groups, but groups where your audience you know, it's located, try to add value, build relationships, and don't try to sell your products because people will skip that. Literally try to add to the conversation and network almost as if you would at a real networking event. So that's one, just joining groups, taking advantage of that. And then lastly, on secondly, on like Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, you know, there's a lot of ways for small businesses to reach out to people. You can use hashtags. Hashtags are killer. I have a client who does nothing but post content and use hashtags, relevant hashtags, Mm -hmm. and they're getting hundreds of followers to their page every month and it's because people are searching for high volume hashtags and if you don't know what that is that's basically categories of content that people are searching for but then you could also follow people and then and also just make sure that you have good content because if people click your page they look at the hashtags and it doesn't grab their attention they're just going to keep on reading and skip past you so just make sure you have good content that people actually engage with and want to share that's good info yeah i would say to recap on that two things is Going back to the blogs, Mm -hmm. blogs are great things that you can post on your Facebook. Like on your Facebook page, it's not just, hey, buy this product, hey, buy this product. People, they're going to skip over that. But if it's something that's relevant to your audience, that's, you know, stuff that kind of like what we write of how to start a hair business, but maybe how to make this awesome bob or how to color the hair or you made this awesome wig, how to do it step by step with photos or video and all that. 
you can create the content so it's not just for your website, but it's promoting it into these channels, right? right? So it, the blogs work out really well. Another thing with the Facebook groups, there are a lot of Facebook groups that you can post in and you can't be salesy. Like I know there's one if you search on Facebook and I'll put a link in the show notes. I think it's I'm part of it, the Hairstylist Education Forum. I think it has about 80,000 members. Wow. wow. And there's all sorts of posts in there. And if you're going to post and try to grow your audience in there, I think it's real important. You can put like your blog post in there if it's not salesy. Or you can also say, hey, I'm looking to connect with stylists to do some different colored features or, you know, to make a wig and showcase it, blah, 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 reach out to me. So as long as you're not salesy in these groups, then I think you can definitely start getting an audience from there. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, really good. So we talked about social media for Facebook and Instagram. What do you think about, what's some tips for YouTube? What are you seeing people do? Not using YouTube, that's a mistake. Yeah. And then, you know. <laughs> the mistake is are, not using YouTube. Yeah, not mm-hmm. using it's one of the things. But I mean, YouTube, as most people don't know, is the number two search engine in the world mm-hmm. next to Google. So it's pretty important. So what kind of information could you give us for YouTube? Yeah, so like you just hit it dead on the nail. YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world and you cannot skip by that. I mean, it's, it's huge. Your customers use it every day. I use it every day. In terms of how to use it, I would say first off to start making videos. It doesn't have to be complicated videos. Our company, we create YouTube videos that are literally just PowerPoints. So it's just explaining stuff to people. And some of those videos have thousands of views. So regardless of what you think your video capabilities are, I would just say just try to start off with something where you can add value. And once you figure that out, you record it, you upload it. The second thing is just making sure that people can, again, like we said with social media, find those videos. There's a few ways that you can do that one the title tag what you name your video on YouTube is extremely important because when you think about a search engine people search words and you have to have those words in your title so that's point one point two is your description just like your title have a meaty lengthy description that really has includes those buzzwords that explains what your video is about but also maybe something that people search for on YouTube so those would be two tips that I have but I think the mistake is obviously not having any video on YouTube or any video presence. And not only is video becoming important on YouTube, but Facebook is also leaning heavily towards video content. And if you're watching this on Facebook, you probably see on your timeline, this video is a great (laughs) example of it, as well as any other video content you see on your newsfeed. Okay. So just to break it down a little bit more. So you say a meaty description, right? So my idea of a what this meat could be, you know, <laughs> I want people to be using, putting the filet mignon up there, not the skirt steak. Okay. Exactly. So when you say meaty description, about how many words would you say that is? Well, the longer the better. But if you really want to have a good description, I would probably say about 500 words. Okay. If it even allows you to get to that much, I'd have to research and see what the exact amount of words that you can have. Yeah, it does. But honestly, the longer your descriptions are and the more times you can include those buzzwords in a way that makes sense is the better. So I'd honestly keep writing as much as you can, especially if you can't afford like YouTube ads and the other types of placement. Just try really hard of making sure you name your video, like the foul you 
save on your computer. It needs to include the keywords, the title, the descriptions, and a whole lot of other stuff that you can't even really imagine really factors into where those videos are placed in the search engines. You took my next tip right out of my mouth, and this is just a quick little YouTube SEO hack, is make sure the video file you upload, so the actual file that you're about to upload to YouTube, don't have it say 128B. Oh, Mikey got on me so hard when I used to do that. Like Zakira? I would literally (laughs) upload images that said like IMG 1214. Mikey's like, what are you doing? You literally thought that I shot, you know, that you shot my cat and ran over it with your car when someone would upload like something that is not perfect, but it goes for YouTube. You know, make sure you name it and you can do a space. So it my dash hair dash color dash tutorial yeah but now i understand that it's for seo purposes yeah Yeah. i mean and it's just something you have control over exactly it doesn't cost anything to name it right but a lot of it's the education you have to spend the time for the education because you can make such a beautiful video but if you don't use the proper title you know a meaty filet mignon description (laughs) okay name your video in like the keywords and everything else then your awesome video is just not going to get the attention it deserves. So you spend all this time making this awesome video. Yeah. Make sure you spend enough time on the other stuff that's important so it gets out there. And also I would say Facebook and YouTube, they're not best friends. Not at all. Okay. So (laughs) just because you have this awesome video and you upload it natively to YouTube, if you think you're going to take your YouTube link – and post it on Facebook, what's going to happen when you post it on your Facebook page? Anyone see it? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody's going to see it. No, Facebook's going to be like, YouTube link? Nope. They don't want to promote YouTube. They don't want to Really? Not at all. I never knew that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're trying to, Facebook is trying to take from YouTube, Yeah. right? Kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, Snapchat, they just copy everything. Now they're trying to copy everything. You'll see the channels now yeah. in Facebook, right? I just set mine up because I always say that I'm going to start vlogging again and I just never <laughs> get to it. But... You know, they're going to copy everything they're going to do and just try to do it better. Right. You have to upload that video directly to your page on Facebook. Exactly. Mm, got it. Don't share the link. No, don't at all. I mean, Facebook, Mikey is 110% correct. We're not making this stuff up. Facebook, they do not want to promote YouTube at all. So if you put a link up, they want it to be the norm that people use Facebook to upload their videos. And I think the what you all really have to do is think about these platforms in general, like, YouTube, right? How in the world could they rank your video? Well, the only way they can do that is they have to associate your video with the words in it. So I've even had, like, there's YouTube SEO guys who literally not (laughs) only worry about the foul that this saved as, but there's actual ways that you can edit the description of the foul before you even upload it to video. Now, I don't want to get too technical, but literally there's a lot of event stuff that you can do within your file that you're saving to include those keywords. There's also tags that you can tag your videos as basically like hashtags on Facebook or Instagram. That YouTube has tags as well that you can use to also help your video show up for those words. So I absolutely agree with everything that Mikey's saying and I would encourage everybody to start doing YouTube as soon as possible. Yeah, for this industry, especially the hair industry, YouTube is everything. It's so huge. Let's talk a little bit about, so we talked about just, you know, we got the email, the social media, the blogging. Mm -hmm. We got YouTube, which is part of the social media. Let's talk a little bit about paid ads on, say, Facebook or Instagram and Google AdWords can be expensive and kind of your take what you see right what's going on right now in the industry as far as that type of marketing 
What I see, I've ran ads for hair extension companies, specifically on Facebook, Instagram, and on Google. For people watching social media, Facebook, Instagram ads, and also listening, the people, <laughs> Facebook and Instagram ads, they're so good because it's cheap, right? You can spend 5 to $10, literally, and reach a 1,000 people. So if you do that on drugs, you spend $100 or $200 or $1,000, you can reach a ton of people for a fraction of a cost that it will take you through printing out flyers and networking across the whole city that you live or doing the television ad, the bus ads and all that stuff. You can literally reach thousands of people through Facebook and Instagram through advertising. So that's kind of the benefit there. And when we use it for our clients, that's how we're using it is just to try to reach as many people in their market as possible and trying to generate interest. Now, Google, Google is really good because this hot traffic. People are searching for hair extensions, right? So, you know, I wish I could go to work one day and just have a hundred people who want exactly what I offer without having <laughs> to search for it or having to sell to them. So that's why Google's very good. But like Mikey said, it is more expensive to advertise on Google. The clicks could be higher than it is on Facebook. So you, what I recommend our clients do is that you should try doing both. Try running your Facebook and your Instagram ads. There are some advanced things that we may get into that I know Mikey knows like the back of his head, like lookalike audiences, remarketing audiences uh, that yeah. can make mm -hmm. your Facebook advertising campaign way more efficient. And then on Google, there's also some things like product listing ads get uh, way lower cost per click. So if you don't do the text ads, you do the product ads, you can get clicks that are between 50 cents and a dollar and drive a lot of traffic to your website as well. And then there's also remarketing ads through Google. So I know I'm being a little long with it. Sorry. Sorry, but that's kind of what I would say in terms of why you should use it and how you should use it and open to continue to dialogue around it. One thing I would say that is really important is being able to track how much you spend and what your return is. It's getting a little bit more difficult if you're advertising on multiple platforms because Google's conversion will count it even though they saw it maybe the ad on Facebook because the way they track everything. So it can be a little yeah. bit tricky, but still you have a general idea. So one thing before you start spending real money and real budgets on this stuff, like if it's a couple smaller campaigns, okay, not too big of a deal. You really have to learn, and it's not something that we can talk about specifically in this podcast, just too tactical <laughs> to set up. Yeah. You have to learn how to set up your conversion tracking for your advertising. Because if you're spending and you don't know what you're getting in return, it's very difficult to kind of take that dial. So I look at a dial and it starts pretty much at $5 a day. And it's very difficult to turn it to $10 a day and $20 a day to $100 a day to yeah. $1,000, right? Would you agree? Do you oh, see yeah. people probably advertise on these different platforms and not have any conversion? And you ask them, hey, well, how much? what's your return on these? And they're like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I see it and... It's a bad thing. We advise, like, if obviously our clients, they don't have those issues because we help them see their conversions. So the biggest takeaway from Mike, you said, is make sure that if you're spending a dime, that you have conversion tracking set up and that you can literally pinpoint the exact ROI. But, you know, I have plenty of people who come to me after spending $10,000 in Facebook ads, and I'm like, okay, well, what's your, your CPA? <laughs> what's your cost per acquisition? And they're like, what? You know, I don't know. How do you do that? And it's like, wow, man. So we can't even use the data. And they're saying that, you know, I don't think it's working. And I'm like, it's probably not. <laughs> because, you know, I would just strongly advise that people set up conversion tracking. It will give you the most insight in your campaigns and help you really pinpoint your cost per acquisition and continue to increase your sales in a, a predictable and measurable way. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like anything. If you're 
anything in business or just in your life, you're always going to do better or be more aggressive when it's something you can track and really know the numbers. Exactly. Right? You weigh yourself every single day. (laughs) I promise you there's a better chance of you losing weight if you want to lose weight than if you never weigh yourself. It's something that you can track and it's always on your mind and you have to really be able to see these numbers, especially if you want to scale something. If you've never done an ad on Facebook and you boost a post for $5 or something, okay, it's not the biggest deal in the world. Yeah. But... You know, once you really start getting into this and you're really serious, and hopefully, you know, a lot of our listeners are very serious about the business, these are the kind of things we're not just making up. Like, this is so important. Like, we want to watch what you do with your money. Whether you're a client of ours or not and you're just listening, yeah. cool, that's fine. But we want our clients to be very careful. Like, in this meeting, a couple came from Miami and we were sitting down, and I was like, stop spending money right now until we get some of this stuff figured out, yeah. right? Like you don't have your Facebook pixel set up. So you're trying to spend money to send traffic there and you're not building your traffic list. You don't have your email set up. You don't have your abandoned cart email set up. So it's basically you're spending the money without having at least the basics, which are very inexpensive to nothing, cost mm-hmm. nothing, without this stuff setting up, you know, having this stuff set up and you're just missing out. You There's no way that you're going to be successful without getting the basics done. Exactly. Would you agree? No, that goes back to my first point. People do not know how to market in 2017, 2018 the right way. So you have to literally get the knowledge of what Facebook ads are. Most people who call us, they're like, hey, I did the boost post thing on Facebook. I spent $500 and nothing <laughs> happened. And I'm like, hey, dude, do you know there's a whole like ads manager <laughs> that, you, that you can use to really do more than just the basic stuff that Facebook is doing to get your money? They make it really easy to get your money really fast, but they don't even know what ads manager is. So I think is that most people, they don't have the basic knowledge that it takes to really run a successful Facebook advertising or Google advertising campaign. And I think it comes from thorough learning too as well. Like right. you can't just say, oh, I have a hair business. I want to go create a Facebook ad. And then you go create it. <laughs> then you end up spending thousands and thousands exactly. of dollars and you're not getting a return on it. So I would definitely recommend that if you're going to do Facebook advertising and you're not going to hire anyone, use YouTube tutorials, yeah. Facebook tutorials to learn how to set an effective Facebook ad. Absolutely. And then as Mikey says, start with $5 a day. Yeah, I agree 100%. Yeah. Linda, I know Mikey is a big fan oh, of Linda. Oh, I love Linda. Yeah, Linda's, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. costs like 20 listen, bucks a month. Listen, Linda, listen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> costs like 20 bucks a month and you can learn anything in the world. YouTube, you know, a lot of people in the digital marketing space, even our own company, we learn through online videos or trial and pissed off client. <laughs> but we figured it out one way or another. So that's kind of what I would say. I'm glad you mentioned that. Just try to learn through all the online tools that you have. And that's uh, yeah. one of the reasons why Zakir and I are working on the platform for yeah. education. I don't even know if I told you specifically even before this that we're, yeah. we've been working on this. And it's sometimes what I've learned just from this industry, and I've learned a lot, Specifically, a lot of our clients that just don't get it, even though we send them to other places to learn, Mm -hmm. they still just can't get all the information to take away because it's not really in the terms that they totally understand. Right. So that's kind of what's going to make Zakir and I's platform and everything we're doing, the education, very different because it's all going to be related to the hair industry. That's gold. Yeah. So it's like they're going to be able to relate. Like I'm creating 
you know, just for the websites, if it says we've been sending them to WooCommerce, which is the plugin, e-commerce plugin for WordPress, obviously, and it says, oh, you want to change the pricing and the variations and this, that, the other, different lengths, you can just do it right here. But it'll, the example is like a t-shirt or something that, and they just can't relate it that well. So a lot of the videos that I'm working on now, it shows them specifically for the hair industry. And I think it's going to knock their socks off because they're just 100% <laughs> going to get it. Because when you're trying to learn, it's hard enough, yeah. right? But when it's trying to learn and you don't really get the products that you're learning or something else. You got to find that information and try to make sense out of it. Yeah, it's just it's like a double whammy. So if I can take one of those and kind of make it easier for people, I think the, the second step will follow and it'll be a lot easier for them. So maybe even we can have you guys have a class on there would be pretty fun. Sure. Yeah, we can definitely look into that. And I, you know, honestly, I think that is golden. I don't know how much money I would have paid for any business that I start, but specifically even my agency. If I had someone say, hey, Sherman, this is what an agency is. This is how you market your agency. These are the emails you use for your agency. This is what your Facebook ads should look like. Who knows? Two to three years that I spent doing absolutely nothing <laughs> in how terms much time of generating money. Would that exactly, <laughs> I would pay any dollar amount to get that knowledge right in front of me. So, if someone, whether it's a hair business or who knows what business, if someone laid out the framework, I don't know how easier it could get. <laughs> you know, especially from someone who's an expert and has already done it themselves, I'll pay endless amount for it. Well, let me tell you, as you know, I've talked before. We have some real high-level consultants. We basically pay <laughs> yeah. six figures a year just so we don't make in the exponential growth so we've gotten pretty far already but to mm -hmm. get us to that like really crazy high up level like i've never been there before exactly you know so it's like you got to pay for this information with certain people that will take you there and yeah people are like because when i tell my friends the exact numbers they're like wait what <laughs> like <laughs> do you know how much money that is yeah. and i was like i know but do you know how much it can make us mm -hmm. right like you got to think hey what i'm implementing now it's going to take a little bit of time and with all this stuff that we're talking about i'd love for you to reiterate that your results don't happen overnight, especially exactly. with blogging, with vlogging, with any of the ads or anything. It takes time. What's kind of your take on that, how you see companies make the mistake of cutting their campaign short, stop blogging because they're like, I'm not getting traffic and it's been – I've written three blog posts. Exactly. <laughs> what are some of the mistakes you see people make with that? That goes to the second point is the maturity. So first we said, you know, some people don't have the experience and knowledge. Now we're past the knowledge part, right? So now is, okay, how long does it take for me to get results? So – and time and time again, people are not committing to the process. And I think it comes down to most small business owners think that, like, I don't know if they're talking to their accountant or something. They're like, hey, what's the ROI? They're like, what's the ROI? That's just the first one. Like, I get on the phone with a client who's interested in our services and they want to know, what is the ROI? Can you tell me what it is? If I spend you $500, I'm going to get $1,000 back in two weeks. You know, that's just how people are thinking. And I like to think of it like you're building a asset. You're building a construction site. Who knows? You're building up something from nothing. Let's be honest. You know, some people, they, your customers don't know you exist. Okay? So you're <laughs> trying to get ROI, but first we have to kind of take steps and say, okay, I need awareness. I need a website. I need a blog. And I think the harsh reality is that a lot of people don't want to face is that it takes 
six to 12 months to really even start seeing the snowball turn into a larger snowball. So I think patience is the key. That's my number one recommendation is if you really think that all of this makes sense, you already know that you need a blog, you get the social media stuff, you know what AdWords is, but you're not seeing the results. I promise you it's something dealing with you not giving it enough time or you don't have enough resources to even do it yourself. But that's kind of what I would say about that. That was really good info. Really, really, really good. So to kind of wrap this up, I have one more topic that I think is kind of true to heart, so important that I see a lot of mistakes. And I think you'll agree. And I just want it to be reiterated on this when people (laughs) listen to this and they can really sit down and say, okay, let me listen to what they're saying. I haven't been doing this. I haven't been blogging this. I haven't been seeing the results. But wait, I'm not going to see the results to six to 12 months. Let me pump the brakes, calm down a little bit, switch to decaf. Like I'm on decaf now. I don't know if you guys I had to switch to to decaf. The the regular, I just came in too late. I came in too late. I listen to, usually actually I park my car, you know, I, I park my car like, a block away yeah. I put in my headphones now because they switched me over to Apple so I got those AirPod things yeah. I put on my Fit Radio like the DJ mix the hip hop DJ mix that I'm coming through here I'm like Rick Ross rolling through the door I came in but the, with the coffee it was just like people were like Mikey calm down like you were way oh, too excited it'll be like the smallest thing and I'm like what <laughs> Mikey's on 10 without coffee okay? yeah so that's why I switched to decaf and it didn't make too much of a difference but yeah So the key is to understand that, yeah, it's going to take a while, even if you're really good. But when you're really good, the key is to be consistent. Okay. You can't post five times on Instagram today, not do it for a week, and then post once again and be like, wait, where's my results? What do you think about consistency with marketing that kind of goes with all of these topics? How important is consistency? It's the most important once you get the knowledge down. I'm not sure if you guys or the listeners know who Gary Vaynerchuk is. Gary V. Uh, Oh, we just talked about it. I got the (laughs) Gary V's coming, the shoes. Uh, You saw the Gary V shoes? Oh, yeah, I already got them. Really? I haven't worn them yet. They're sitting there. Ah, those new um, K-Swiss. K-Swiss. Yeah, you got the shoe deal. I I I talked about it on the last episode. That's what's up. Gary Vaynerchuk says something that just made this way more sense to me for anybody to understand. He said, I know exactly how to get a six pack, Mm. you know, but I don't have one. And I think it comes down to consistency. It's not rocket science. We all know what it takes to get to losing weight or whatever type of result that you're getting. You go on a cleanse or diet if you're trying to do whatever. But I think people don't literally want to take the steps to get there. They cannot commit to the process. And I think it's underrated when we talk about consistency because a lot of people do not, whatever goal they have, they're just not consistent in the implementation of it. So obviously if you're you're listening to the podcast or you're watching this on Facebook, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's an act of consistency. You have to literally go and work at something every single day in order for it to get results. And that's not just marketing. That's anything in life that you want. So I think it's one of the most important items once you actually understand what's going on. So I, I think that that's kind of how I would respond to the consistency component. Yeah, and that we stress that to our clients, people in the group all the time. Consistency produces results. Exactly. Definitely. Exactly. Yeah, so I think that's more information than most people need like oh, just Sherman to come came in and I mean just <laughs> I can't believe it so there's a lot probably compressing in your mind right now don't worry you can always listen to this episode multiple times 
Okay, we're going to have plenty of information and links to the show notes, especially links over to where you can find Sherman. They have an awesome marketing blog at Life Marketing. It's L-Y-F-E marketing.com. We'll have a link in the show notes so you don't have to miss them. What other, where else can people find you? You know, just check out the blog. Read that. I mean, from an education standpoint, I think that's the best thing for anybody to do. Our website is obviously Life Marketing. Our phone number is on our website, but we really try to add, if you like listening to some of the stuff that we discussed today, we kind of try to show you a little bit of how you can do it. So if you just need more content to learn, that's great. And also, I know Mikey's coming out with a killer program. So I'm excited to see that myself. But we'll see yeah. if we can get you on there. I think it would be a good compliment to yeah. everything Definitely. we're doing. Yeah. We're big on, Zakir and I are huge on, we understand we can't do everything ourselves. Exactly. And we've been here at Private Label Extensions. You probably noticed when you went over there, you're like, wait a second, they have a lot more people, <laughs> that's the a first lot thing I more said. offices. I find Zakira. <laughs> <laughs> Like it is, it's built up. And when we move to our new space here in like six weeks, two months, whatever it is, it's going to be whole next level. So even maybe even being part of Zakir and I planning on doing seminars, smaller classes where it's not like... We actually will teach you stuff because honestly, some of these seminars, people, I swear people go just because someone has like all these Instagram followers and it's like, oh, come to this marketing thing. And I'm like, you do real, like I look at their stuff and I'm like, okay, let's be real. (laughs) Are you really a marketer? (laughs) You have a lot of Instagram followers and yeah, you might be attractive, cool, but to actually learn about marketing, like the stuff we're talking about here, they do not do any of that stuff. I mean, do you agree? Do you see that? Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of people who talk the talk, but don't walk the walk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just like we're private label extensions, at least we're behind the scenes. We're not as flashy with a lot of stuff, but trust me behind the scenes. I mean, you kind of see it. Zakira knows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's we're beasts, but we want to teach more people like that's kind of our our passion is not only be the selling the hair is just one component. And then we have the whole education side to us. Yeah. And it's more of like fulfilling that allows us to do more things, more charity stuff. It's just so exciting that having you on the, our podcast oh, yeah, this and, was a great and your, your company you know life marketing's been killing it growing like crazy every time i sit down they have 20 what 23 employees 23 ah like that's incredible <laughs> yeah. oh know? yeah yeah you know really sure. incredible so secure what else you got all for right them? guys don't forget about the giveaway make sure you into the giveaway you can go to episode 10, 10 and comment like the podcast download it and make sure you give us some feedback. And we are giving away a logo, a logo. So if wow. you're just now logo starting, design, yeah. yeah. So if you're just now starting your hair business, you don't have anything. One of the top five things that you need is a logo. So we'll be giving that away. So make sure that you check out the podcast and leave us some feedback. Yes. And just real quick about the logo. We have the logo service on our website. And what's great about it is after you purchase the logo, it sends you an email and you fill out this whole long form about describing what you want the logo to look like. And then we take all that information and then our designers come back with six different logo designs. And you can kind of go from there and say, hey, I like a little bit from design one, but I want it to look more like design six, stuff like that. And eventually kind of morphing it together. And then we've had some really happy clients with the logos. Oh, yeah. They, so, they do a great job on the logos. Yeah. So, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You all were doing that. That's Uh-oh. awesome. Well, yeah, Full we, service. We Full service <laughs> over here. We're, we're a Full hair service. agency. One-stop shop. Logos, packaging, branding, drop shipping, the actual hair, education, just like life marketing. We've been growing. That's awesome, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. So thank you guys for tuning in to episode 11. We had the amazing Sherman Stanberry of Life Marketing who dropped some 
great information along with Mikey. I was kind of sitting over here like, huh, I didn't know some of that stuff. <laughs> but it was a, a great episode. Make sure you guys subscribe, 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 and tune in the next time on Hair Biz Radio.